We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at his hard line. Let's go. from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Greetings and good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He is in charge. He is in the captain's chair and he's at the helm and behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Today is Monday, October 30th, 2023, and you are listening to episode 625. We'll be doing a reading out of Job chapter 24, and the second half of the show is called Crack to Crumbling to Crash. All right, and for my daily disclaimer, I want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer, and I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. I also do not have a political degree or have had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-letter corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI. And while I am a member of the Michigan General Jural Assembly in good standing, I am not the official face or voice of the National State or County Assemblies. I also want to emphasize that I have no affiliation with other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly like the American States Assembly, National Liberty Life Force, Beacon 37, Roos, and Tactical Civics, or any other organization outside the Michigan model. I'm also not involved with any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, and David Strait and Company, and furthermore, or do not endorse or advocate for violence, and I am not a party to any deep state cult Freemason, nor am I one of the many reprobative miscreants who are actively trying to implode the general general assemblies across this land. And please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own and for educational purposes, unless otherwise referenced. So there you go. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope everybody's having a good day so far. I know my day has been pretty, yeah, my day's been pretty fair. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you a bold face lie. I'm like, yeah, my day is great. It was all right. But you know what? It's still good just because I am alive and God gave me another chance to try to get it right. And here I am. So I like what Chris says here in Michigan. Good evening here from Communist Ran, Michigan. I would happen to have to agree with you. <laughs> it's starting to get cold up here in Michigan. I got to tell you. Saw a few snowflakes today. That was a little depressing, but at the same time, slightly refreshing considering I don't mind cooler weather, but uh, I don't like driving in the snow. I, I could deal with zero degree temperatures all day long, but uh, it's it's the snow. Oh, be quiet, Frosty. We, we don't want to hear it up there with your Alaska. You know, you you guys are already dealing with negative 30. We know you guys are men and we're just little boys down here. They just You keep your bragging to yourself up there and all your Eskimo dogs and and your snow machines that you have up there. You just, yeah, <laughs> this is cold for us. 30 degrees is cold for us. I mean, shoot, you guys are probably swimming in 30 degrees up there. <laughs> but it is. It's starting to get cold here. You know, i got to whip out the long underwear. It's, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not good for the wife. The wife gets very angry when it gets cold. She gets very upset. And, uh, and then she turns into a hermit for the rest of the winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah good stuff good stuff so uh but yeah um oh man i got so much to cover don't forget i do want to let you know we do have Bra brock maddox with the wisconsin general journal assembly <clears throat> he'll be on the show live 7 p.m on wednesday that would be november 1st wednesday 7 p.m eastern time that'll be 6 p.m uh, for all y'all that are in the central time zone and obviously just do the math going backwards, you know, just figure it out. It said then it'll be 5 p.m., you know, mountain time and, you know, 4 p.m. Pacific time. And don't ask me what Hawaiian time is going to be. I, I, that I don't know. I can't figure I can't I can't go back that far. My mind's too simple for that. So, um, gosh, there's so much I want to cover. Well, here's something kind of interesting I thought was kind of neat. So I'm going to cover this on a different show. But uh, Brock actually forwarded me something. Um, it was a 41-page affidavit from, um, oh, what's her name? Jessie Zabater, uh, I believe is how you say her last name. <coughs> anyway, very interesting uh, affidavit that I was reading. Um, I think she did it back in 2018. There's a lot of stuff in there that uh, she really names names in that affidavit. But we'll talk a little bit more about that on a different day. But um, kind of in a way. On that subject, um, my work, where I work at, uh, my boss actually pulled me aside today. And he asked me, he goes, Jason. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, um, got a question. I said, okay. He goes, um, so our company is looking at teaming up with um, truckers against trafficking. And they're very, very um, serious about it. And they're going to be getting going on this initiative um, this partnership or whatever. He called it a partnership because he was down at corporate uh, all week this week when I think that had a lot to do with it. Now, I don't know the details of it, but they really want to crack down on, uh, you know, help be part of, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, this, you know, obviously the human trafficking that's going on child trafficking. I mean, it's, 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 it's one of the biggest things been that's going on, been, been going on, but I, I just, you know, here's, what's interesting folks. I was, I was praying really hard today to God. Cause I feel like my life had been kind of stagnant. And when I say my life, not like as a whole, but like with the podcast, cause I, I, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, God, 
you know, this, this podcast isn't as, you know, isn't growing to the, to the levels that I thought it would going, you know, entering, you know, my third year coming up in February, I thought by now we'd kind of like double our numbers and, you know, am I missing the mark? What am I doing? Like, give me some direction, right? Like, give me some direction. I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to do. Right. And I did two of these big, long conversations with God. I didn't make any concessions, nothing like that. I was just like, guide me God. Right. Like, what am I supposed to do? Cause I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm missing the mark for being purposeful in your tool belt here of what you want me to do. Like I'm trying to submit myself 100% to your will. What do you want me to do? Well, then Brock sends me this affidavit that Jesse Zabater wrote a few years ago that is now being made public. And I read it. I was like, Whoa, wow very explosive. So we're going to probably cover some of that. I'm sure on Wednesday, I'm going to have Brock on as a regular guest because he's got so much information. We're not going to pack it all in one hour show. So I'm going to have him on as like a regular guest, maybe weekly, maybe other week. It just depends on his time frame, his schedule and his availability. And quite frankly, his comfort level. And, um, and so, you know, this way he doesn't have to feel under the gun to try to, you know, pick and choose what he wants to cover. I want him to have an ease to kind of, you know, I guess, tell a story of what he's found out, what he's uncovered, and some of the things that he's uh, researched uh, and based off what other people that he knows around the world have uncovered. So I want him to have that opportunity to do that. Well, then I get off of my shift today. So I see my boss, right? Because everything that's in that affidavit that Jesse Zabeda was writing about had everything to do with child trafficking and how the Flynn's are implicated and how the Clintons are implicated, obviously. I mean, that's no secret. Um, but there's still a good portion of America out there that think, you know, Joe Flynn and Mike Flynn are, are good people. I mean, we, we there's this video circulating around of Michael Flynn saying, you know, how he knows that Congress is implicated with sleeping with children and, and they get compromised. Like all of a sudden he just comes out with that, really? Uh, there was also a post that I saw just not that long ago uh, here on Telegram. Um, uh, the Breb Room uh, just forwarded this from a, a GOW Chomp page. It says, people are unfollowing Joe Flynn in droves, LOL. That's right. I, more stuff is coming out regarding who's going to be, you know, who's involved with child trafficking, who's involved with crimes against humanity. But like I said, yeah, when I got off my shift, my boss was like, you know, I know you are, you know, you're, you're like the video guy and I know you like to be, you know, you take, you know, you, you're just a very involved guy. He goes, how would you like to help me head up in Michigan here? The, you know, the truckers against trafficking uh, initiative here, um, here in Michigan, because I want to get a couple weeks ahead of corporate. I want our fleets to be aware of it. And, you know, we're going to have our first meeting here, I think, uh, sometime in November. He goes, but corporate company wide is going to start uh, rolling this out. I believe January or February. So he was asking me, like, how would you like to help me head this up? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Count me in. And after I walked out of the office, walking out to my car, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, God, I, I think I'm hearing you talk. I think I'm hearing you. I don't know what the plan is, but I'm just going to walk faithfully down this path. I have no idea what you got going here. I don't know what the plan is. I really don't. But all I know is, I asked for some signs and asked for God to talk to me. And all of a sudden I get these two things. So I, I, I don't know where it's going to lead. So I just ask for all of your prayers on that. Now, speaking of Telegram, there was a post that was forwarded uh, by a Jody Thornton. Now, this is interesting. I, I want to read this. And Jody post, posted saying, so the IRS had Capone convicted for tax evasion on illegal money 
that he was making from gambling and bootlegging, and the FBI never had him convicted for the St. Valentine's Day massacre, and he was responsible for at least 200 murders. Things haven't changed in the way our corrupt in the way of our corrupt government. President Trump has mentioned him in the last few speeches. Maybe he is emphasizing how prevalent the mafia continues to be in our society and how they presently presently influence our government. Perhaps. And we're going to probably get more into this in detail as we get into deeper conversations with Brock Maddox with, by the way, he is with the Wisconsin General General Assembly. And while probably talks of the assembly will become, um, you know, might come up, I don't know. Um, we're not going to be discussing assembly stuff. This is this goes much deeper than that. Um, obviously, assembling is still very important. We still need to do that. But the things that he has discovered, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself here and put the horse before the apple cart or the apple cart before the horse, however that works. Um, that's why I kind of, you know, I'm trying to lead up into this kind of topic going into Wednesday. But I'm going to let him discuss what he knows because he's the guy that knows it. He's the guy that knows all the people that have boots on the ground around the world that have been in communication with what they've been seeing and encountering. <clears throat> now, here's something else I want to I think this is worth celebrating. The Gateway Pundit had an article and the article starts off by saying the Satanic Temple has lost its lawsuit against Indiana that challenged the state's abortion ban. Well, I think that's amazing. It goes on to say the organization claims that bans violate their members' right to religious freedom of performing abortion rituals. And the Indiana lawsuit was filed in September of 2022, claiming that the state's near-total ban violates the U.S. Constitution and the state's Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And according to a report from the Indy Star, Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita called the lawsuit ridiculous in a statement on Thursday, and he said that the win sustains a pro-life law that is constitutionally and legally sound. And we Hoosiers continue to build a solid culture of life whether satanic cultists like it or not, Rokita added. Well, I just got one thing to say to all of that, to, well, all the satan, you know, all the satanists out there and the demonic uh, monsters. Not today, Satan. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's great. I'm glad they lost that lawsuit. Go back to hell where you belong. Taking innocent lives, you demons. I'm glad you lost. And you know what? America's coming back, baby. You ain't going to take our precious unborn, the voiceless, you sick freaks. Take your butts right back to hell where you belong. All right. All right. So let's get into the reading of Job chapter 24. I'm reading out of the 1599 Geneva Bible. And then we will get into the second half of the show, which is called Crack to Crumbling to Crash. So without further ado, Job chapter 24. Now, Job chapter 24, Job describes the wickedness of men and, and, and he shows what curse belongs to the wicked. So starting with verse one, how should not the times be hid from the almighty, seeing that they which know him see not his days? Some remove the landmarks that rob the flocks and feed thereof, and they lead away the ass of the fatherless and take the widow's ox to pledge. They make the poor to turn out of the ways of the way so that the poor of the earth hide themselves together behold others as wild asses in the wilderness go forth to their business and rise early for a prey the wilderness gives him and his children food they reap his provision in the field but they gather the late vintage of the wicked they cause the naked to lodge without garment and without covering in the cold they are wet with the showers of the mountains and they embrace the rock for 
want of a covering. They pluck the fatherless from the breast and take the pledge of the poor. They cause him to go naked without clothing and take the gleaning from the hungry. They make uh, they that make oil between their walls and tread their wine presses suffer thirst. Men cry out of the city and the souls of the slain cry out. Yet God does not charge them with folly. These are they that abhor the light. They know not the ways thereof, nor continue in the paths thereof. And the murderer rises early and kills the poor and the needy. And in the night he is as a thief. They also, the eye also of the adulterer waits for the twilight and says, no eye shall see me and disguises his face. They dig through houses in the dark, which they marked for themselves in a day that they know not the light. But the morning is even to them as the shadow of death. If one knows them, they are in the terrors of the shadow of death. He is swift upon the waters. Their portion shall be cursed in the earth and he will not behold the way of the vineyards. As the dry ground and heat consumes the snow waters, so shall the grave the sinners. The pitiful man shall forget him. The worn shall feel his sweetness. He shall be no more remembered, and the wicked shall be broken like a tree. He does evil, and treat the barren that does not bear. Neither does he not do. Neither does he do good to the widow. He draws also the mighty by his power, and when he rises up, none is sure of life. Though men give him assurance to be in safety, yet his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted for a little, but they are gone and are brought low as all others, and they are destroyed and cut off as the top of an ear of corn. But if it be not so, where is he? Or who will prove me a liar and make my words of no value? And that is the reading of Job chapter 24, verses 1 through 25. All right. That was a lot of words. I'm going to take a quick sip of water. Or chug, whatever, you know, same difference, tomato, tomato. All right. (coughs) Excuse me. So as we internalize Job's words, we recognize that this book is um, about exploring the timeless truths about about human nature, right, and the world that we live in. Now, Job's lamentations serve as a mirror reflecting a stark reality of the human condition. See, these verses that we were just reading, we see a darker side of humanity, kind of much like what we're witnessing today, especially when it comes to this, you know, atrocities of human sex trafficking and worse yet, child trafficking. Now, people who manipulate and deceive And people who exploit the vulnerable and they take from those who have the least, leaving them in desperate need, you know, it's a painful reminder of these, you know, iniquities that exist in our world, even today. It's hard to see these things occur. And these individuals, we'll just call them, driven by the insatiable thirst for more, you know, they've had, they basically have lost their ever-loving mind and they've lost their way. Now, they live in a world of darkness, right? And they're unable to see the goodness and the light that surrounds them. And they choose to walk in a path shrouded in shadows. Why? Because it's easier. They don't have to work as hard, right? Now, some of them rise early, not to seize the day, but to prey upon the weak and the poor. And others engage in secretive, harmful behaviors, believing that they can hide from the light of truth. 
right? It's dark. No one will see me. No eye will see what I am doing. And then there are those who commit crimes in the dark, thinking they are safe from scrutiny, right? But when the dawn appro- you know, a- a- approaches, that dawn reveals their actions, and then, well, the inevitable happens. They got to face their consequences. And their ill-gotten gains are like the snow in the desert sun, right? It melts away. The pitiful souls they have wronged are forgotten. Just like a fragile tree, wickedness is bound to fall. And the darkness it thrives in can't last forever. And that's what I believe is happening right now. The darkness and the evil that we have seen and that we've been so ignorant to and turned a blind eye to all these decades, I believe now because of this big, huge, massive awakening that is occurring around the world and more particularly within this nation, well, darkness is about to fall. But more importantly, I think more and more people are starting to turn to God and accept Jesus in their heart as the king and savior of their life. That's the most important thing that needs to occur. Hence why his hardline podcast exists. So what can we learn from these verses? Well, it's a reminder that wickedness may seem enticing, right? And powerful, right? But we got to remember it's all an illusion. It's a house of cards that can tumble at any time. The path of kindness, the path of taking, you know, of having compassion and empathy. Now that is a true road to lasting fulfillment and happiness. Especially in a world that sometimes feels so dark and unjust that we, you know, we, 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 we feel like we can be beaten or we can be beaten, be, excuse me, I can't even speak today. We can be a beacon of light in this dark and unjust world. And we can make our world a better place by extending a helping hand, showing love, and standing up for what's right. Don't expect other people to do it just because it's not affecting you. Don't be the person that says, well, it's not affecting me, so I'm not going to get involved. No, don't be that guy or girl. See, our actions are what truly matter, right? And in those actions, we find the lasting blessings of a life well lived. So let's strive to be the change that we wish to see in the world, right? Embodying the virtues and compassion and kindness. And in doing so, we not only uplift ourselves, but more importantly, we become a positive force that brightens the lives of other people around us. And then that that right there, folks, that leaves a lasting legacy. So let's have our actions ripple in this pond that we call life. Let's spread far and wide. Right? Creating a more compassionate and just world for all. So we're going to end this in prayer, and then we'll go take a quick short break so I could chug some more water, and then we'll continue on the second half of the show. Crack to crumbling to crash. Heavenly Father, we bow our heads before you, and we acknowledge the darkness that sometimes shrouds our world. We lift our voices in prayer for the voiceless, the widows right? The orphans, the elderly. And we ask for your protection and strength in their vulnerability. Place a hedge of protection around them. Place a hedge of protection around us for that matter. We ask that the blood of Jesus Christ protect each and every one of us 
from evil. And we also remember the elderly, like I said, who have given so much in their years. Bless them with love and compassionship, and may they find comfort in their later golden days. And for those that are suffering affliction, we seek your healing and resilience, and may they endure with hope and find solace in their pain. And lastly, Father, we also pray for the oppressed and the marginalized, asking for the emergence of the right champions to stand against tyranny and injustice. And may we be your instruments and tools of compassion and kindness, bringing light to those in need, and let our actions reflect your love and grace. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, what we are going to do is we're going to take a quick short break, and we will be right back. Again, this is episode 625. This next part of the show is called Crack to Crumbling to Crash. And again, I am Jason, your co-host with our Lord and Sovereign, uh, our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, at our side. All right, so um, where do I want to go to first? Let's see here. Well, well, for starters, there is a reason why I, I titled the show the way I did it. Because it certainly seems like the system around us is the system that has enslaved us and oppressed us certainly definitely seems like it is going down. It's going downtown to Chinatown. And they're losing control. Well, who's they, Jason? Well, the international bankers, the cabal, you know, the bar lawyers, the puppet masters, uh, and all the other people that Dave from X-22 talks about, right? But and all, all kidding aside, <clears throat> I will say this. Now, this is kind of interesting. So let's just kind of let's just point out the elephant elephant in the room for a minute. OK, because for some reason, everybody's getting all gung ho and they're like, oh, my God, did you see what Mike Flynn posted? Oh, my gosh, he's finally admitted what I've always thought. So here's the thing for starters. OK, it is interesting that, you know, Lieutenant general mike flynn by the way I, I keep hearing that everyone keeps mistakenly calling him general flynn well he's lieutenant general flynn i guess he's not general flynn um or what seemingly appears to be mike flynn um he he basically said uh and i'll play the video but he he said something very interesting in an in, in an interview now before i play the video there is a post that bioclandestine on telegram posted saying holy Former director of the DIA, General Mike Flynn, which again, I'm going to correct that, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, 
uh, blatantly states that some of our legislators are comprised by globalist actors due to their trips overseas where they, quote, sleep with children. D.C. politicians are on Epstein's client list. All right. Well, first off, all right. If you haven't heard the video, here it is. It's like 39 seconds long. Hold on a second. Let me pull it up. Hold on. My phone's doing something wonky here. Don't go in nighttime mode, phone. You're still in daytime mode. All right, here it is. If you didn't hear it, we, we have right. the House of Rep- we have the House of Representatives right now is totally, completely broken, and yeah. they're totally owned by the corporate uh, lobbyists, and frankly, by the globalists who own many of these people because they've been compromised by, by uh, on their some of these what they call Codell trips overseas where these uh, members of, uh, of uh, both the House and the Senate get compromised by sleeping with children and they and they're and they and they compromise. And these are real things. These are very real things. They or they get they they uh, they get them caught up in in the world of uh, of big, big bucks, big money. Yeah, they get up caught in the world of big, big bucks and big money. Yeah. Mike Flynn would know. He would know. Right. Like I said, there's going to be a lot that's going to be coming out on him. Uh, he is labeled and listed on that affidavit, that 41-page affidavit by Jesse Zabater. Uh, we're going to cover that on another day, more than likely probably on Wednesday, because um, I have something different uh, planned for tomorrow's recording drop. So tomorrow, I know I said tomorrow I would not do a podcast, but because yesterday I wanted to spend some time with my daughter, because my wife went out to eat with her sister and her mom. So yesterday was just daddy-daughter evening time. So I said, all right, kid, do you want to do a podcast with your old man, or do you want to just like skip it and just hang out? She goes, let's skip it and hang out. I'm like, okay, then that's what we'll do. So tomorrow I will do a recording drop um, after work, because later on in the evening, um, early evening we're going to go out to eat because again we don't participate in halloween we don't participate with the devil's holiday uh whatever you want to call it this nighttime ritual of satanic activities we don't participate in any of that nonsense so we're going to shut our lights off i'm going to let the nice big bright illumination of my cross hanging in the backyard with for all to see from the street and uh hopefully somebody gets a little jesus uh in their life as they go by and they see that big white cross with the civil police flag by the way hanging from the top of it so hopefully people look at them like wonder what is that flag what is that flag it looks different it looks like the american flag but it's not what is it so anyway so bioclandestine continued the post and I, this is interesting. He says this because I, I agree. He says, as Americans, we have been told that our society is superior because we are free and other governments are cruel to their people. Well, it turns out that we are not free. Our politicians traffic slash molest children and the U.S. waged war across the globe for decades and they create bioweapons that kill millions of people. How exactly are we the good guys? That's right. And I'm going to step aside from this post for a second. I think people are going to have a hard time accepting the reality that America is the great Satan of the world and not because of we, the people, but because of this criminal cabal that has been operating the, you know, the strings from behind the, uh, the curtain of the wizard, if you will, right behind the curtain. Now, continuing his post, he says, Americans have been conditioned to think that China, Russia, Iran, etc., are evil because they propagandize their people and limit their rights. You mean exactly what the U S does? 
everything we use to justify our supremacy over the rest of the world is based on lies. The America you thought you grew up in does not exist anymore, and I'm not sure if it ever did. This idea that we are the U.S. and therefore we are righteous is not only illogical but historically inaccurate, and the U.S. government, after WW2, have only spread corruption and death. And most Americans don't even realize this reality, but the rest of the world does, and they are fed up with our but here's the big thing. Okay, now that was the end of the post. Now here's the big thing that I want to share. This is very interesting because this is more spot on than ever when it comes to Gen uh, Mike Flynn here, okay? Because there was a post that I really agree with by somebody uh, of that has a screen name, uh, Breb Carleone, maybe, which I believe has a telegram room that's called the Bread Room. That's the Breb, not Bread, Breb, B-R-E-B, Breb Room. Now, whoever this is, they are spot on. Now, I'm going to read these because they were in response to somebody at Pooh Crazy or Cozy. Excuse me, Pooh Cozy. This might have been on X. I'm not sure. But it says, isn't it crazy how at Jen Flynn is on the ropes and all of a sudden how now he knows members of Congress who he won't name are blackmailed because they, quote, slept with children. People just eat it up because it's what they want to hear to confirm to themselves what they've always known. All right, next post. It's kind of like Jim the Weasel Caviezel bringing up adrenochrome only for Ballard to dismiss it. Or Laura, Michael Hastings, is a liar, Logan, pretending like she's going to expose anything about it. The entire Flynn Network reposts with a caption like, boom, or holy right? And then the last post are from Breb Corleone. And all of a sudden, they've sucked you right back into their pocket and you've got and, and got you reposting their stuff to all of your followers. And whatever happened to the list of pedophiles that Roger Stone said Flynn had that would decimate the deep state dons. Flynn says it's nonsense now. Well, isn't that just peachy? Right? Isn't that freaking peachy? See. I agree wholeheartedly. And there, like I said, there's more to come regarding Flynn and company, among other criminals within this criminal network. And we're going to cover this on a different day. Right now, today is not the moment. Today is not the day, let alone we don't even have the guests that can expand on this a little further. But everybody who wants to jump all over Flynn's crap and, and, and lick his boots and, and say, oh, Flynn's great. Yeah, but Jason, 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 hold on a second. Wasn't there somebody that you you know, that you used to have on the show who is, uh, oh, I don't know, endorsed by Flint. You, yeah, but you know what? You don't know what you don't know at the time, but the more information that comes out, guess what? You start starting to realize, oh, somebody's a little dirty. And maybe the people around him might be a little dirty. Oh, we got some dirty people. And Destry just puts right here in the chat, peeps are discovering Flynn is a snake in the grass. That's right, guys. Stop falling for their bull crap hook, line, and sinker. Now, here's something else that I don't know if you guys heard about. So there's a guy that I follow by the name of Bix Weir, and he, I usually get email updates on kind of what's going on in the silver gold market. And yes, he does follow, you know, Bitcoin and different, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies like Theta and whatever else. Right. I don't I don't do the crypto, which, by the way, guys, if you ever see a fake account of me out there trying to, you know, scam you just no, I'm not a I'm not a crypto guy. Now, I'm a silver guy. 
All right. But I'm not a crypto guy. Neither is Kirk at Kirk's Law Corner. All right. Just FYI. We're not crypto people. All right. Just so you know. So if you see our names pop up trying to scam you buying crypto, scam, scam, scam. All right. Just FYI. Uh, Chris of Michigan says I pass on cryptocurrency, too. I'm not saying there's no purpose for it. There might be a purpose for it. But I'll tell you right now, it's not an investment uh, vehicle that I look at. Um, it might have a purpose for, you know, international transactions in in a matter of seconds, possibly. Right. But as far as using it to retire on, no, you want to buy silver. And that's what Destry was saying right here in the chat. Buy silver. That's right. Now, speaking of silver, because uh, silver has been rigged for so long. Well, Jason, by who? Well, there's a guy by the name of Jamie Diamond. Now, Bix Weir sent an email, and this is what his email says. It said, Jamie Diamond had never sold a share of stock in the world's most criminal bank, J.P. Morgan, until now. On Friday, J.P. Morgan announced that during the course of 2024, Diamond will sell 1 million shares currently valued at $1.3 billion. Of course, he can now hedge that price by adding JPM put options match that to that plan sale date or dates. Um, and then with those two sides of the transaction matching, he can sell of all the positions by discounting back the fixed value of the 2024 stock and put proceeds to a buyer. Well, <clears throat> who would buy that package? Well, JP Morgan, of course, and voila, Diamond gets a wire transfer for somewhere north of Oh, one billion plus dollars, right? Before his bank explodes in a global derivative meltdown. Hmm. I wonder how much physical silver Jamie is going to load up on when he gets his billions. That's right. Because you know why he would load up on silver when he gets his billions? Because he knows the financial markets are going to go boop. Remember, it's cracked to crumbling and it's going to crash. I got a couple audio pieces here. Let's uh, get to some of them here. Uh, cut number two. But everything's going to be different when the financial system. By the way, this is Bix Weir. Okay, Bix Weir on uh, Road to Ruta. Okay, he's got a website, roadtoruta.com. And we go to something new. During that time, you're going to want physical silver. Yes, cryptos might be great, will be great in the future, I believe. Um, but it's not going to be great during the transition. Remember, all exchanges are going to shut down when the banking system shuts down. And the banking system is going to shut down because of the bad guys. That's how they control you. They control you through unbacked fiat money. And they control the, the spigots to turn it on, turn it off. And uh, they're the reason you have to slave at jobs that you wouldn't do if you had your choice. Um, humanity is moving into a very interesting uh, spot. And this is the first time in human history that we've ever been on an unbacked fiat monetary system. The whole world bought into the lie of the unbacked fiat monetary system. Um, various spots have tried it and crashed it, didn't work, and things like that. And you go back to John Law and in France and the all that stuff. The collapsing of currencies, we've seen it many times, but never on a global basis, never with a world reserve currency, which the United States, the world's reserve on bad currency. That's just crazy. Um, and no other currency is better than the U.S. dollar, and we know how much how shitty the dollar is. And nobody wants to be. If we print a trillion dollars out of the blue, China's going to print eight trillion of their one. Um, nobody wants to be the one 
<laughs> I mean, we soaked up all the benefits. It's been great for, you know, over 100 years. Soaking up all the benefits of unbacked fiat money. Build your roads, your bridges, your houses, your military, blah, 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 blah. Um, but the, the problem comes in at the, the end game for it. And the end game is going to be hardest on the country that has the world's reserve currency. Um, so it will be hardest on the United States of America, especially that's right mentally going from the greatest country in the world. So we think Americans think they're the greatest country in the world. Yep, it, it, that's debatable. And we talked about this yesterday on. Um, on no, it's not debatable. I mean, it's a it's a it's a fact of life that people are going to have a hard time gripping the John Claude discussion. But we're going to go from you know so much prosperity everywhere in the U.S. compared to everywhere else to. Everybody has nothing. But that's what happens when you're the unbacked global fiat world's reserve currency. Um, all those will go to zero just like every other uh, unbacked fiat currency. That's right, because it's all built on a fraud. It's all built on a fraud. Uh, let's go to cut number three here, Bix Weir. Um, and that, that's where we're headed. And they're going to want to blame – the good guys want to blame the bankers. And the number one banker in the market rigging is J.P. Morgan. That goes through every market, not just the silver market, not just the gold market, but the currency markets. Jamie Dimon has $5 trillion going out every single day out of their currency trading unit down in Florida. He admitted that a while ago, $5 trillion per day in a company that literally only has, what, $3 trillion in in assets. So sixty trillion in derivatives—it's crazy when you think about it. But that's where we're going, and there's no getting out of it. Um, so go check out the discussion I had yesterday. Yeah, it's 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 really amazing to see just the amount the the amount of criminality that J.P. Morgan has been involved in. I mean, they've they've rigged the silver market. They've rigged they've rigged it all. And that rigging is coming due to to a, to come to an end here. Uh, even Destry was saying, though, we the people will wipe out the silver supply before Diamond, you know, and, and you know before that happens. He says, and what he means before that happens, before Jamie Diamond can take his you know one point plus whatever billion dollars and go loads up on silver. Uh, here's cut number. Let me see one, two, three. Cut number four. Here's the next one because he, what Bix Weir starts getting into is how Jamie Dimon and and some of the high end executives of J P Morgan Chase have have been implicated uh, with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, listen. In my opinion, all right. Um, just another sign that <clears throat> yes, we are at the end of the unbacked fiat monetary system. The end of the the manipulation. Jamie Dimon for the first time in what uh, twenty. He's been at J.P. Morgan about 20 years. For the first time, he says he's going to sell stock. For the first time, a billion dollars, over a billion dollars worth of stock. Bankers don't sell stock when they think things are great and going to get better. Bankers sell stock when they know their game is about to end. Jamie Dimon knows, especially in the silver market, the game is about to end. So he announced that he's selling his stock, which he's required to do. He said all over, over the duration of next year. So everybody's thinking, oh, you know, Jamie's selling it, but not yet. No, Jamie locked in his sale. Once he announced it, he can go into the derivative market and lock in the sale price. He can even sell off his stock beforehand and sell it to somebody else to, you know, just do it in a contract outside of the view of everybody else. He can play his own derivative game, take his value now and run for the hills. 
And then during the course of next year, he'll sell off the stock and close out the derivative contracts. So yeah, Jamie Dimon already, how much has he done of that? Probably his entire stake. I think he had $7 billion. He's going to do it every year. So he's locked in the contract so he can go out and, and short it and sell off the, the income stream of, he can do a hell of a lot of things now that he has announced he is selling. That's what the bankers do. What a freaking criminal this dude is. It's, he, I hope he doesn't enjoy the money because he's sitting rotting in a jail. Okay, that wasn't the clip. Here's the clip. Reading deeper into the uh, recent AK filing strongly hints that this bank is not only a serial criminal enterprise, but it is also a full employment for big law. Throughout the year, big law firm Wilmer Hale has been racking up a lot of billable hours defending J.P. Morgan Chase from highly credible charges brought by the Attorney General of the U.S. Virgin Islands in a federal lawsuit that the bank actively, actively participated in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking of minors by serving his uh -oh. cash conduit for more than 15 years. Uh -oh. Jamie Dimon said, oh, I didn't hear about him. I think uh, and, <laughs> and it was only a couple years that we banked it. Uh -huh. 15 years. Yeah. While the Attorney General of the U.S. Virgin Islands filed extremely heavy evidence with the court to back up her charges, Wilmer Hare Hale pursued a scorched earth legal strategy of smearing officials in the U.S. Virgin Islands that brought them to a cheap settlement of $75 million in September. And listen to this. Will Wilmer Hale also represented J.P. Morgan Chase this year in a federal class action lawsuit on behalf of Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Uh -oh. Given that 15 J.P. Morgan employees had visited Epstein at his Manhattan mansion where Epstein's sex slaves were in abundance and their testimony at trial might have been added new scandals to the bank, J.P. Morgan also settled that case for a generous sum, $290 million in June. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And by the way, it's the board of directors too. Yep. Jamie Dimon and the board of directors. Jamie Dimon and the board of directors. Well, well, well. And, you know, these are the people that people seem to think they think is okay to trust. You know, you got, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to call him CGI Mike Flynn because I'm pretty convinced uh, Flynn's done. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, don't take that as fact. So for all you little, you know, ankle biters out there, I don't need you guys sending me hate, man. I'm like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Show me proof. No, it's just a thought. It's just an opinion, uh, not a fact. So just, you know, settle your little britches down. Okay. But uh, what seemingly appeared to be uh, Flynn, you know, saying, oh, yeah, Congress is pretty much most of Congress is all implicated. And, and, and basically, you know, they're all. You know, with them sleeping with children, they got them compromised and, you know, they're all a bunch of criminals. It's like, oh, you would know, right? <laughs> you would know. How come you're not naming names? Why are you not naming names, Flynn? Is it because maybe you're implicated in the same crap? Maybe. Here's something else that I find interesting. Just, you know, again. The system was cracked, then it became to more of a crumbling state, and now it's coming to a crash. Um, uh, where was it? I just saw it up here. Uh, April here in the chat was asking, what time frame are you talking? Meaning like when things are in a crash. I, I, I obviously don't know. Okay, I don't have never done predictions on this show because they're pointless, they're stupid, and it's just a gimmick to get people to keep coming back. I mean, I don't know how many people follow 
all these other podcasters that give time frames and they give predictions and they give dates and and how many times have these dates come and gone and nothing's ever actually happened but yet people still follow these people whoever does predictions and, and then you know the that fo- anyway i could go on on a whole tangent on that alone my estimation here's my humble estimation this is my hypothesis this is my guess not fact i think we're going to see this extrapolated throughout the year of 2024 okay because remember that's an election year and just like 2020 was a chaotic year for all of us right because again that was an election year a presidential election year and what happened in that year i think we all remember the scamdemic and the burning down of america right don't think for one minute that 2024 is not going to say to 2020, hold my beer. That's just, again, Jason Jones's opinion. Okay. That's just Jason Jones's opinion. Or like, yeah, Chris and like Chris in Michigan just said, he goes, could be any second or a few years. <laughs> That's probably the best answer. And anyone could actually honestly give, I mean, all kidding aside, I know he's saying that to be funny, but honestly, that's probably the most honest answer anyone could actually give. Could be to, it could be tonight, could be in a few years. I mean, really, we don't know. My guess could be within the next, you know, the year. Because again, 2024, they're trying to prevent Trump from getting in office. The dollar has been devaluing for the longest time. It's no longer becoming recognized as the world reserve currency. It's not backed by oil anymore. I mean, it's just. There's so much about the dollar. And again, when you look at the 21 requisitions that were issued to the government, you know, to the de facto offices by the people in General Assembly, it's, you know, a no part of that, okay, that was put forward was to get back to precious metals backed, you know, backing our money. So we are not having a fiat currency. But Destry was also saying, too, once we start seeing $50 loaves of bread, that's going to be the sign where crap is pretty much getting real. So, you know, there's that. Now, what I also find interesting that kind of tells me that these executive orders that Donald Trump signed, like Executive 13818, 13848, all right, these elitists are running low on reserves they're running they're, they're they're dying a slow financial death and then eventually hopefully a quick death at gitmo because the rothschilds are selling off or have sold off and i'm going to play the audio from an sg interview sg uh anon interview but the rothschilds have sold roughly about 70 million dollars worth of art and they're calling in favors or whatever right they're calling in you know whatever and 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 nobody's able to do anything why because nobody is liquid anymore people are running out of money these elites are running out of money why because they've been implicated in crimes against humanity and corruption and if you read the executive orders they are getting their assets taken away so they're trying to take what they already have in possession like artwork and they're trying to liquidate it so they have money to operate on they are dying a slow financial death last audio let's get to it yeah well look uh, you know uh, you don't have to be a, a rocket scientist to figure out that um some of the elites are running scared i mean rothschild just sold off 
almost $70 million worth of artwork, not only from the two oldest ones, but their two sons. Why are they cashing out? Why are they concerned that they won't have cash? I mean, do you heard, heard that? You know, I, what I've heard is that different divisions of the deep state families are now struggling for cash and they're trying to get it any which way that they can. I and, love it. <laughs> and, and what's amazing with that is they're calling personal favors and loans and, and, you know. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, there is no way to authenticate this information. Okay, I have no idea how true this is. I am just playing it. So take it for a grain of salt, just FYI. Okay. Um, but if true, this is simply amazing oaths that they've made to one another. They're calling in all the stops at the last minute and no one can satisfy all of the demands of the IOUs that they've made. It's, it's a time of mayhem behind the curtain in, in these bloodline families that have had such control over the world's levers for such a long time. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, when we look at the U S debt clock, Delora, we're trolling them. Um, we put out a copy of the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz holding a sign that said money creation is a scam that only a wizard could love. And we know that the wizards and the warlocks, according to Q, are the deep state intelligence community. And what do they protect? They protect the bloody wonderland. So as we look at this process, you know, we're telling them the, the game is over. Um, the jig is up. The the true control of power and finance in the world is shifting. It's shifting in real time. It is happening. And it is only a matter of time. It's inevitable before it comes here. You know, you, I, uh, you do this to me, though, SG. Every time you say something, I go in like four different directions. U.S. debt clock. Now, I know it's not run by the government. I have done everything I can to find out who runs it. I only found out that the company that they work through is in Arizona. But there has been, over the past five, six weeks, all of these uh, very Christian posts, uh, posts about silver, like you said, gold, different things, about seven different ones. What, what, what do you think about that? You know, you talked about who runs the debt clock and what I and how that's going to play into what we can interpret coming off of this. I think it's important to highlight that from all of the information we can glean, the debt clock is likely run by Q clearance patriots in the Treasury Department and um, within the energy and military intelligence community. And it's worth noting that the home of Q is Arizona. Um, so what's so incredible about that is that now we have sort of Q drops, if we want to call it that, or maybe something, the flavor of Q drops, where this entity that has worked on behalf of humanity in the background for a long time is now attempting to let us know without outing wow. themselves and without outing the mission at hand that this is truly a biblical moment and that we are inverting their primary method of control, which has always been money. And in its current form, we can trace that debt slave and, and banking and loan system all of the way back to the Knights Templar and the Vatican. So we are inverting now upon their heads 1,500 years of slavery that they have exerted just in its current wow. form around the world. And we're doing so with their own symbols. One of the codes that came on the debt clock was a picture of the American, you know, the United States of America with the, the original American Revolution flag for the 13 colonies. It was over top of a sigil 
on to, uh, a Knights Templar sigil that was on a gold coin. So America and the revolution of America over top of this Knights Templar monetary system. Uh, levels matter to these people, right? And then above America is a quote that says, who is like unto our God who dwelleth on high, right? We, and then we yes. have the alpha the alpha symbol on the West coast and the Omega symbol on the East coast, Pacific to Atlantic, the federal reserve alpha and Omega began and ending here. Right. And in that same graphic, we have statues that depict the fall of Rome. This is such an incredible time to be alive. And you have to acknowledge that we are inverting, you know, centuries of suffering and we're adding meaning to the deaths of trillions who have suffered at the hands of this merciless um, group of, of mankind, you know, haters at the very top who have done everything that they can to torture humanity and obfuscate this earth since the very beginning. That's right. That's right. That's right. He, he, he's, he's, I, I think honestly, he's spot on right there. You know, I, I listen to people, I, I don't listen to many podcasts out there, but you know, when it comes to SG Anon and Derek Johnson, I kind of, you know, I kind of put more of a listening ear to those two voices because I see the following that they have and I see, um, how do I want to say it? I see the following that they have and I see what they do and don't do when it comes to like revenue generating. Now, obviously, you know, Derek Johnson's got his music and he's got, uh, you know, I'm sure he does that truth tour and stuff like that, but he doesn't abuse and neither uh, to my knowledge, uh, seemingly they don't seem to abuse their platform by putting a bunch of advertisements all over it with my pillow advertisements, right? Or, and nothing saying, you know, anything against Mike Lindell, but you know, there's no advertisements. You don't hear commercials for, you know, keto, you know, pills or, or, or collagen powder, you know, you don't have any of that crap. And that's why I refuse to put advertising over here on this show. As a matter of fact, I, I, I find it interesting. I wanted to actually share this with you guys. So I got an email from Podbean, completely unrelated. I got an email from Podbean saying, uh, and I don't have the email up in front of me now, but basically saying, oh, um, the, uh, the Podbean has reviewed your content and it is uh, the, the, the content safety uh, committee or whatever the hell they're called, uh, has deemed your, uh, your content um, basically Basically, what they were telling me is I'm not allowed to advertise. <laughs> I'm not allowed to advertise is basically what they're saying, because the content of what I discuss here on this show um, is a little risque, if you will. So whatever. Um, don't care. Never cared. Didn't have intentions on, you know, advertising, because quite frankly, I can't stand listening to advertisements. In fact, when I do listen, the few times that I do listen to X-22, I fast forward like eight minutes because I know the first six to eight minutes is nothing but advertisements. I literally click on the bar of progression by eight minutes, even if I have to miss a part of the show in the beginning, because I cannot stand the 20 freaking commercials right at the beginning of the damn show. I cannot stand it cannot stand it and and as somebody who can't stand that many commercials believe you and me folks that crap ain't happening here on his hard line ever i don't care if there's a hundred thousand followers over here with you know fifty thousand downloads a freaking month it ain't happening i'll find a way to make money somewhere else i'm not doing with pesky stupid advertisements absolutely not anyway 
Um, but yeah, that's basically about it. I find that all very interesting though. You know, Rashad selling their artwork, you know, Jamie Dimon puts out a notice that he's going to be selling over 1 million shares of JP Morgan, you know, next, you know, going throughout next year, 2024, you know, here's the thing. Bankers don't, you know, sell off their shares when they know things are going to go well for them. No, they don't sell off their shares when, and, and I want you to hear me on this. They do not sell off their shares if they think things are going to go well. Things are going to go south and they're going to go south very fast and it's going to leave people in a freaking panic. So make sure you have your cash. Make sure you have silver on hand. Uh, whatever Chris set up a, a, a few uh, things up in the above in the chat. Food, guns, ammo, cash, silver, and water, and whatever the heck else he put up there in the chat. I can't even find it now, but that's what you're going to want. That's what you're going to want. Um, because, and, and, and well, Jason, why do I want cash? If cash is going to be worthless and it's going to pretty much be like toilet paper and floating around in the streets, like we're in freaking Argentina or, or whatever it is down there in uh, Central America, South America, I forgot what country that was. Not, uh, not Argentina. What country was that? Um, oh, no, I cannot remember. But anyways, um, oh boy, that's really going to bother me. What country was that? Because Trump had the president of that country up here in the United States, uh, in honor of what was that? Kind of, anyway, well, the reason you want cash is because when the ATMs don't work, yeah, Bolsonaro, but what country was he from? I can't remember. That's the, uh, I, yeah, I remember his name, Bolsonaro. I just can't remember what country is from. Um, oh, it'll come to me. Venezuela. Yes, there it is. Venezuela. Yep. There it is where money was floating around on the street because it just instantly crashed and, you know, you needed like a, a wheelbarrow full of their money just to buy a loaf of bread, right? Um, well, Jason, well, why do I want cash? Well, you want cash because even though the system is crashing or may have already crashed, right? I'm sure there's still going to be some places that are going to be accepting cash until it's discovered that pff, this freaking cash ain't even worth the paper it's printed on. So you want to have some cash, but more importantly, you want to have assets like land and precious metals, land and precious metals and ammo. All right. And ammo. Um, <laughs> Chris in Michigan says, I, I, I intend to become a connoisseur of cash once it's trash. Someday somebody's going to want to come collect debts that I had entered into contracts in the U.S. dollar, and I intend to be able to hand dollars to them. <laughs> I like that. That's a good strategy. I like that. <laughs> um, one more thing I want to cover before we close it up. So tomorrow is October 31st, obviously. We already know what day that is. We're not even going to give it any more acknowledgement than people are already giving it. Tomorrow is a one-year, uh, well, let's see here. First off, not a one-year, excuse me. Um, a four, uh, it's a four-year Delta. Yeah. So October 31st of 2020, there were a few posts. One of them, which was post 4944, says, are you ready to finish what we started? Nothing can stop what is coming is not just a catchphrase. That was post 4944. Then there is post 4945. And you know me, guys. I don't really read Q posts, but I was just curious and I find it very interesting. Uh, 4945 says, Are you ready to hold the political elite? And then in, in brackets says, Protected 
accountable. Then the next one says, are you ready to take back control of this country? I don't know about you guys, but I know I am. Well, how are we going to take back control? Well, reassemble your states for one, ladies and gentlemen, reassemble your counties and reassemble your states. You want to know more about that information? Go to www.national-assembly.net. There's a conference call every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can find the free conference call information for that conference call for the National Assembly call on Thursdays, every Thursday at national-assembly.net. Okay, national-assembly.net. So that's pretty much all I got for you on this episode 625 for cracked to crumbling to crash. It's going to happen one way or another. The system is too crappy. Our, Our dollar is crap, okay? We see inflation going up. I told you the other day from 2020 to 2023, you know, the median income is only raised roughly about 12% when everything else like cars and houses have raised food, right? Everything has gone from 55.5%, you know, rise in cost for a median car price to 61% increase in median home prices to freaking what? 300% increase in food, maybe more. I don't know. I'm just guessing right there for the food, but you know, overall, Things are getting increasingly more expensive. Now, what is kind of odd, I'll say this, at least in Michigan. Now, I don't know what it's looking like here across the country in Missouri or California or Florida, but the gas prices here lately in the last week have actually taken a significant drop. It was staying steady anywhere between 349 and 369 a gallon, even at one point hit 379 a gallon. And then all of a sudden, it just took a huge drop to like 329, then 319. And just earlier today at a couple gas stations, I saw it at 297. I was like, what in the world is going on? So if there's one thing that is going down in price right now is gas, but that's in Michigan. So I don't know. I don't know what's looking like in other parts of the country. Are you guys seeing gas prices going down as well? Because, I mean, it's going down here. I have no idea. Um, Nancy says I paid 319 a gallon yesterday. Wow, 279 in Florida. Dang. And then Dastry said, yeah, there was a 75 uh, 75 cent drop in Alaska. So, yeah, just I don't know what's going on. It's uh beats the hell out of me. I don't know why the sudden drop, but I'm not going to complain about it because I got some old gas I need to use up in my, you know, summer gas I got to use up in my car and I'm going to load up on uh, ethanol free gas for the winter for my generator. So, but uh, yeah, Chris is right, right, right here. Law of supply and demand. People aren't moving. People aren't traveling. People aren't spending as much because, you know, their their expendable income is really tight. So if people don't have the income to go travel and take those vacations and, you know, go and go out to eat or, you know, basically spend extra money on consumer items like clothes, uh, that only leaves one, one, one thing to keep going down. And that's gas, you know? So yeah, he's absolutely right. So but anyways, I hope you guys all have a good night, good day, wherever you're at in the world. And, and you know, like I said, remember, keep your eyes on Christ. Everything will be fine no matter what happens, okay? No matter how crazy the system is going to crash, everything's going to be just fine, okay? Because, again, God's got this. And I'm not trying to say that to sound cliche. God really does have this, all right? And everything will be good in your life if you just surrender your life over to Christ Ask Jesus to be in your heart. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to guide you. Ask him for a transformation internally. And I tell you what, you will not be disappointed, folks. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. So I really hope you all have a great, great day. 
And uh, I hope you have a great week ahead of yourselves here. And uh, until the next time, uh, we will, like I said, be back here live with Brock Maddox with the Wisconsin General Journal Assembly live at 7 p.m. Wednesday. Tomorrow will be a recording drop. And Thursday will be podcast-free Thursday. I have the schedule posted on Telegram. I'll repost it so you can see, so you guys have a heads up of when I'll be live and when there will be recording drops and when they won't simply be anything. So, all right. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you back here live on Wednesday.
Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times, and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show. Forget to check out the website www.hisheartline.com. And if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly, go to www.national-assembly.net. That's www.national-assembly.net. It's time to get active, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Joining us here at His Heart Line. 
We'll see you back here next time.